I get it. It's so hard to stay positive right now. The news, protests, constant closures of businesses, people uncertain about their future. I get it. It's really, really challenging. And keeping a positive mindset is just as challenging. So we're going to be talking about that today on Experience Leadership. Welcome to Experience Leadership, a podcast that helps small business owners and entrepreneurs just like you dare to be the exception. Join our host, service expert and master of experiences, Mark Hain, as he uncovers relevant and timely content to help you develop your business so you can take the time to work on your business, not just in your business. Here's your host, Mark Hain. Welcome to this edition of Experienced Leadership. This is where small business owners and entrepreneurs pick up core skill sets to help them work on their business, not just in their business. I am your host, service expert, and master of experiences, Mark Hainan. Today, in this episode, we are speaking with life coach Bill Lee. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that we need to do to adjust our mindset and change how we're thinking about our current disposition or our current situation. You know, I am sad for businesses. When I talk to businesses right now, we're in the middle of, again, another set of restrictions being put into place. Vaccine passports now are a thing here where I live. And people are protesting in front of businesses that are insisting on having the vaccine passports. You know, in Alberta, the choice is you either close or limit your business or you can have the vaccine passport and you can allow people to come into your businesses. I've heard stories of people trying to entice food trucks to come in front of restaurants that have vaccine passports. Their big thing is that if a business is asking for the passport, that they are catering to the will of the government. Well, the bottom line is they have rent to pay. They have landlords that they're answerable to. They have employees that they're trying to get employed full-time back to where they need to be. And they're trying to run a business. It's going to take years for businesses to get out of the hole that COVID-19 has created. And so having these protesters and having these people coming out and slamming businesses because they're insisting on taking the vaccine way is a very, very sad situation. Right now, I mean, we've just gone through so many months of COVID-19. Businesses are being affected. A lot have closed. I cannot believe how many closed signs there are on main thoroughfares. And it's really sad because, you know, staff have been laid off. Families have been affected. Even with the government assistances, bills are still piling up. And you might be one of those people. Which brings me to our question of the day. So how is the pandemic affecting you? How are you doing? I'd love for you to be part of this conversation. Why don't you go ahead and put a comment in the social media feed, share this episode and put in the comment box how you are doing. Please use the hashtag experience leadership so that we can have a conversation. I think it's really important because, you know, you might be stuck at home. You yourself might be dealing with illnesses in your own right or dealing with family members who are sick. I mean, you look at the families that are being affected right now in the ICU wards who are just worried sick about their families. 
you might be worried about your well-being. How do you, you know, have you figured out if you get sick, how are you going to earn enough money to be able to sustain being off work for 10 days, two weeks, whatever that looks like? And then, of course, you are surrounded with the fear from others and the news. Depending on what side of the fence you're on, and again, I'm not here to slam anybody. Everybody is entitled to their own beliefs, their own thoughts. I just ask that people please, please, please check different avenues and make sure that you're well informed. That, you know, again, I I was shocked to hear in the newspaper just the other day that somebody thought that the reason why the government is pushing the vaccine so hard is because they put something in the vaccine so the government can track us. And it's like, I thought that was debunked a year ago. (laughs) I can't believe it's still coming around. But basically, you know what? The future is uncertain. We're all suffering. We're all scared. I will tell you that I have not been out in a restaurant, for instance, since the beginning of COVID. I've put myself in a place where it's like, is it necessary to go out and do this? Is it necessary? Now, again, I could get slammed for, hey, you know, you have to support the little people, you have to support the businesses, and I'd love to support the businesses, but I want to know that it's safe. I want to know that it's worth my while going into public locations and knowing that it's worth the risk that I myself might get COVID. Now, I am vaccinated, and I do understand that as a vaccinated individual, if I do get COVID, I will probably not suffer as badly as those who are unvaccinated. But I still have my mother to contend with. I still have my mother-in-law who lives with us to contend with. So my big thing is I'm trying my best to protect them so that we can weather this storm. This is an unprecedented time, and it is understandable to be worried, stressed, and even frightened. This is really, really normal. But a one-sided mindset is not healthy. So please know that you are not alone. There are lots of uncertainty during this crisis, but how you think and feel is driven by your thoughts and the words you see to represent your stress and your uncertainty. So joining me today is life coach and mindset specialist Bill Lee. Bill knows what it's like to have the world turned upside down from forces outside of your control. Bill's farming business survived the drought of 2001, the mad cow disease of 2002. Either one of them should have wiped out his business completely, but it didn't. Bill knows how to turn the tables on fate, going from a victim to a hero in his own life story. Welcome, Bill. How are you feeling today? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. It's been uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Bill, I've heard a lot of rhetoric around the changing of mindset. You know, you you hear people say things like, ah, just get over it, change your focus, hey, think more positive, don't listen to the news. Are these really good strategies to get over this whole idea of mindset? Well, I'm sure they're all good ideas, but everybody says, well, how do I do that, right? You know? And, you know, in our farm, when we went through that situation, I went through all that. And it wasn't until I realized I had a paradigm. Now, we, we called it paradigms now. Then we call them uh, oh, limiting beliefs. But I think our, our viewers know what uh, paradigm is. And my paradigm was I was a farmer and that I had to stay making money off the land. We're, we're averaging about anywhere 12 to 16, 18 inches of rain a year. That year, we got one and a quarter inches of rain. I had, I had no crop. I had nothing. And so to survive, I liquidated, we had a sheep operation, we were breeding dogs, and we had cattle, and we liquidated everything but the cow. Well, the cows, we had a very small herd and made it through. 
But when I finally changed my thinking up here, that I really am not just a food producer, but I'm a person that helps people. And when I started thinking of different ways to helping people, then opportunities come my way and I got on boards and committees and all these kind of things. And people were paying me for my, my wisdom and my advice, which I had very much enjoyed. So what was the catalyst for you to change your mindset? Because I mean, it's one thing to say, I just changed what was up here. But what were some of the well, strategies that you used? I was lucky because I had been reading, you know, Wayne Dyer and, and a few of these Dyer, other yeah. books. Yeah, Wayne Dyer and motivational speakers and stuff. And, and I knew there was a different way to think. And it was the test that come to force me into doing that. And so it's being aware that there's another way of doing something. Knowing it's there, then you can go seek it and, and find it. So, but if I may, Mark, I think what I want to talk about is the situation that we all are in because we're all suffering a loss here. In one way or another, we're either lost. Our business is maybe going to go. Our income's gone. You know, we're not sure of the future. So we have this grief, let's call it. And all of us have to go through this. And I think this is important to understand that there's five steps to grief. And there's denial. Usually comes first. Oh, this can't be happening and all this. Then there's anger. Well, I'm mad at the world. Why are they doing this to me? Then there's bargaining. And what that is, is, well, if I do this or uh, you start praying to God and you start doing all kinds of stuff like, you know, I'll be better next time. If only I would have done that differently. And we get depressed. And when it's all said and done, we come out with acceptance. So if any of you guys are feeling any of these, ladies and gentlemen, if you're feeling any of this, it's natural. That's what happens. But when you get to the acceptance part, when you accept your situation, that's when you can start taking action. So I encourage you, go through these motions, get them out, get them done, and get into acceptance. So is it a question of then you just have to deal with like these five stages of grief? Is it you just have to just deal with it and get through it? Or are there strategies to help take you from one stage to the next stage? There's all kinds of strategies. The reality is we all in some way or another have to go through it. Because if we jump all the way, to, if we just, all of a sudden, we're just going to rush in there and we don't cover these a little bit, they'll come to haunt us later. Mm. What I'm trying to say, Mark, is that when you get mad, it's okay, get mad. If you get depressed, get depressed. Because the sooner you accept it and do it, it moves you on to the next phase and you can I get through you. this a lot faster. That's what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Okay. And so, I mean, obviously there are healthy ways and unhealthy ways to do things. I mean, the the idea of, you know, get mad, get mad. But I mean, there's healthy ways to be mad and then there's unhealthy ways oh, to be mad. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it's a positive mindset that keeps you going through this. Yeah. You know, I've always been of the philosophy that when we are mad about something, like when we are temper tantrum mad about something, it's because we are harping on our problem. We're not dealing with them. And I've seen this time and time again in business when something happens and then I just, I pull out my hair and I curse and it's like, and then I realize, wait a second, if I was to put a plan in place and start acting on the plan, then I would be dealing with it. And before I knew it, I wasn't mad anymore. I was just dealing with it. And we were just doing what we had to do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The thing is, if you look at your life, uh, Donald Miller talks about this in his book, Story Brand, and he talks about Life is like a movie, you know, or a good book. You have the villain, you have the victim, you have the hero, and you have the guide. And these four characters are on every good movie, and they're in our life. If you want to consider your, your life as a movie, and it's playing out over and scenarios change and everything else, you have the choice which character you want to play, all right? You do. It's your movie. So that you can be, you can be the villain. You can be the miserable guy if you want to be, or person. And you can be the victim. And a lot of us, are feeling like we're victims right now, 
And you can tell when you're a victim by what you say. It's somebody else's fault. Why did they do this to me? What am I supposed to do? It's all about somebody else has hurt me. That's victim mentality. Okay. And so if you want to move into the hero mentality, and heroes are often victims. When the movie starts off, they're all together. And somebody raises his hands or, or gets pushed by the other victims. Yeah, guy, you got to save us. He's a man of action, person of action. He's um, The hero starts thinking differently and changing his way he's thought. Instead of he, him as a victim, he's a person or a person that wants to get out of the situation and says, there's a way out and I'm looking for it. Right. That's right. the difference. Mm. And we can choose that in our lives if we want to be the victim. Yeah. Or the hero. And, it's and just a choice. I think you hit the nail on the head because it is a choice. It's something that we get to choose for ourselves, even though there are people who go, well, there's nothing I can do about it. It's not my fault. There's still a choice that we, we decided that's how we want to react. Hey, yeah. in, in case you're just joining us, we are talking with Life Coach Bill Lee. We're delving into how we can change our mindset to be more positive during the COVID-19 pandemic, where we might be caught up, stuck at home, limited business, shutting down our businesses, and so on. We'll dig a little bit deeper into some of what we're talking about today, and I have a special challenge for you right after this. When you're delivering an important speech to a huge audience, it's easy to lose your place or go way over time. Give yourself an advantage with the Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app. No more checking your watch or calling for time. The Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app keeps you on track with easy-to-see timers, even changing color for visual prompts during your speech. And you can set audio cues to practice or set it to vibrate so you don't even have to look. Be the pro you know you are. Download the app at speakerpresentationtimer.com. Welcome back. We are talking with life coach Bill Lee. We are talking about how to overcome the stages of grief and the mindset challenges that we have as we weather the storm of COVID-19. Bill, I know that people whose very identity is tied to their work, to being, they might have an identity tied to being a good provider. When they feel helpless, what are some of the steps they can do to kind of overcome this? Hey, I was there. When you have a mindset that the business is you, that's pretty limiting because then everything is, you're more than your business. You're more than, than your, your everything, your relationship, physical, all this. You are a combination of all them things. But if you look just at your business and say, this is me, then you have an identity situation here. And that is a paradigm. If you start thinking that you are your business and you put your identity, I did as a farmer. And it's not easy to change that because, you know, you spent years and years. That's your baby. This is this is who you think you are. And people say, what do you do for, you know, what do you do? And, and you know, you think that this is this is you. Right. Oh, no, no, there's there's something, a whole lot deeper stuff inside than just the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all you have to do, and that's not all you have to do, but just realize that what you're thinking right now is a limited belief and it's holding you down. Mm-hmm. And when you open up to more possibilities than what you see in front of you and what you have, and there's other doors to open that you just haven't looked for, then you can let that paradigm shift happen. Right, right. Well, you know, yeah. you did mention something at the very beginning. You you mentioned this idea that we are being of service to others. And I firmly believe that when we are of service to others, our happiness manifests itself. When we can be taking care of other people, 
So here's the paradigm shift as far as I'm concerned is this whole woe is me victim mentality. When you start working towards the betterment of other people, then happiness starts to occur. And all of a sudden, the woe is me is not so bad anymore. And, you know, every news broadcast, we're seeing these amazing stories of people who are going out in their communities, business owners who are going out of the way to make sure that they're being of service to others, to make sure that their neighbors are getting food, to make sure that their neighbors are okay. I heard of one situation where cards were handed out in a community. If everything was good, you kept a green card in your window. If you needed help, then you put a red card. If it was just, hey, I'm okay, but I could really use something, then you put a yellow card in. And then people found ways to be able to touch space with each other and be able to make sure that from a get-go that our neighbors were okay. I have a neighbor across the street from me. He and his child painted his windows. They painted rainbows and sunrises on their windows to as an homage to the healthcare workers and to the truckers and to all the people who are providing essential services to us. You know, this is not, as far as I'm concerned, all doom and gloom as far as this crisis is concerned. When you think about the individual, though, are there any other things that they could be doing to help perk up their mental state? Perfect. Perfect, Mark. You said when you're helping others, when you're serving others, you're helping others, you feel good. It makes you feel good. In fact, every business that's out there is helping people in some way. They're helping people. And in exchange for that help, they give you a monetary rewardance back. That's what business is. That's what business is. But sometimes yes. it's not about the monetary reward. It's not about the monetary reward mm-hmm. because sometimes you just do it for the sake of doing it. But the feeling still feels good inside. So what I'm saying to the businessman, that this part of your business, maybe it's not doing well. It's, it's something happened. But you're in the business of serving. You're in business of helping other people. And when you change that and you start thinking, how can I help people now? In this situation, how can I help people now? And that's where these cards in the windows come from, all these other ideas. You know, maybe they're not new ideas, but they're ideas that came from somewhere else to be changed and used at a different time. Right. And, you know, the, the interesting thing about <laughs> the, the painting the, the window idea is I'm impressed because it shows that there's other things people could be doing inside their homes. And yeah. we're seeing on the internet, we're seeing all sorts of things. You know, we're see, seeing house concerts. Uh, people are playing music in their houses. We're seeing people singing off balconies. We're seeing, seeing people taking painting, you know, start, people are starting to draw and start getting creative and they're starting to use physicality in home. And I think that's a, a wonderful mindset to get into is now we have some opportunity. Oh, unlimited opportunity, really. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity is equal. A lot of times when you have a disaster, it's only a select few that are in it. The whole world's in this same thing. So it's equal opportunity, everybody. And so could you think of some other things that from a mental state? What could people do for themselves as opposed to doing for what? What are some of the things that they can internalize and do for themselves that would make to help perk up their mindset? We talked about victim and hero. Ask yourself. Whenever you're going to do something, you got a situation, ask yourself, what would my hero do? What would my hero do? Not that you're the hero, but what would my hero do? That question opens up an opportunity for the mind to expand in the right direction. And I mean, when I say, what would my hero do? It's not just about what I'm doing in my business. What am I doing with my physical body? What am I putting in my mouth? What is my love relationship and my family relationship and all the other interactions that I do. What would my hero do? You start following that path. 
success is bound to come. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny it's because physically every which way. what you're insinuating is you take a look at yourself as an outside person and say, yes. in this story, <clears throat> how would this entity become the hero? Yeah. Wayne Dyer referred to it in his books, too. He he talked about be the third person, step back and pretend you're you're standing away from the conversation 30, 40 feet. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're in the movie theater and there's your life movie and you're one of the person's people in the audience. Right, right. You, you know what? How many times have you watched a movie, especially a horror movie, and the hero is there and behind him is coming this evil guy with a knife and whatever, and you're screaming at the screen, there's somebody, turn around, turn around. Okay? So when you get yourself back, you can see that. Yeah. You can yeah. see those things. You look at it the big picture. You can you can see the force because often we're all stuck in the trees, right? Yeah. I also believe that when you're in that mindset, all mm-hmm. of a sudden now you have new opportunities arise. You, you're you aware of the opportunities yes. that are out there. You know, we talked about the hero and victim. And if you pay attention to the words that you use, and this is hard because often we don't listen to ourselves when we say stuff, but your spouse will. Yeah. Listen to your words. Are those the words of, of what would come out of a hero or, or a victim? You know, be careful with those words because those words started somewhere and that's with your thoughts. Right, right. You know, our company has a, a logo that says, um, good thoughts lead to good things. Mm. Well, you know, and it goes a little bit along the what you were saying earlier on about starting up here, right? Yes. You, I think yeah, it was yesterday that we had the conversation about how things start and it first starts in, in your mind? Yes, yes. Uh, everything is created twice. That was what we were oh. talking about yesterday. Everything is created twice. The computer screen we're on, the clothes we're wearing, the chair we're sitting on, the, the building that we're in, all of was created twice. And the first time comes from somebody's mind. Somebody had to think of it. Somebody had to think of making this pen before it was made. Everything is created twice. That's my point, is the power of the thought is everything, because it all starts there. Positive, negative, whichever, which way. It all starts yeah. there. Bill, this has been some wonderful information. Thank you so much for taking time out. Here's a challenge for you. When you get up each morning, before you hop out of bed, will you please, please stop for a second and think about three things that you're grateful for? Even say it out loud. Then I'd like you to visualize three positive conversations that you're going to have today. Who do you love? Who loves you? I don't know for sure if starting your day like this will help, but it certainly couldn't hurt. Between you and me, I think that you could do a lot worse than do these two steps. I'm so grateful to have been able to bring you this episode today and so grateful for Life Coach Bill for spending some time with us. And I'm grateful for you as well. As always, my offer stands. If you would like 30 minutes of my time to brainstorm your business with you and your team, please feel free to book a 30-minute complimentary consultation on my calendar at a time that works for you. The link is in the show notes. It's the one that's marked meetme.so slash Mark My name is Mark Hain. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and dare to be the exception. Thank you for joining us this week on Experience Leadership. Make sure you visit markhain.com where you can subscribe to iTunes or by RSS so you'll never miss a show. Or go directly to markhainlive.com to watch the video edition of this podcast. 
While you're at it, if you found today's content valuable, please give us a rating on iTunes, or you can share it and tell your friends all about the show. As Mark says, knowledge is power, but only if you share it. Be sure to tune in each week for the newest episode. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and dare to be the exception.